Welcome. You're now listening to Get Out of Your Own Way podcast, episode 19. I'm your host. Much love from the BL, BLM episode. So, as usual, I appreciate everybody's feedback and comments on last episode. And uh, before I get started with episode 19, as I usually do, routine here on the show, uh, I want to go ahead and read off some of the comments. The first person says, quote, I completely understand and empathize with BLM, but I also get why some other people scoff at it, end quote. Yeah. And as I mentioned on, on that particular show, sometimes it's just it's almost like ignorance and not really understanding what BLM really stands for. And it's nothing that's racist oriented or reverse racist, but I can see how some people might take it as such. I could, I could definitely see that. That's why I mentioned in the last episode that black people who are pushing And promoting Black Lives Matter have to be careful that they don't come off as a reverse racist. And that they're only supporting the black community. You have to be very careful with that. So I can kind of get it how some people from other ethnicities, really from the Caucasian uh, field, if you will, I can totally understand how some people may scoff at that. But it's and it kind of, it's like I said, it's kind of a two-way street where it's a little bit of ignorance, but at the same time, it's a little bit of, okay, like these people are reverse racist. They're only saying black lives matter. Well, my, my life matters too. But if you remember If you just remember one thing, if you're a person who is like that, if you remember that when you consistently see on the news that this person over here has been slaughtered by a law enforcement officer, this person over here was also slaughtered by a law enforcement officer, and they were all unarmed, by the way, when it's consistently black folks, consistently, that's like, that's all you see when you see these shootings. And you see these people who are getting killed at the hands of police officers and they're unarmed. That'll do something to your spirit when you see your fellow black people getting slaughtered by lawmen when it's not justified. So you just kind of have to keep that in mind. Um, If you're a person who can't really relate because you're not a black person, but at the same time, it really doesn't matter. Because if it was a white person, if it was an Hispanic person, if it was an Asian, if it was an Indian, you name it, it's still unjust. It's your fellow person. And you have to realize that when this is happening in the United States of America, the key word there is united. We're supposed to be united, have each other's back. Now, now, with that said, I'm not condoning any criminal activity, you know, with when it comes to 
uh, looting and, and, and running in and out of stores and all this other stuff when there's riots going on. I don't condone that criminal activity. I mean, that's still theft. Just because you say like you're taking advantage of something because there's some unjust activity going on. So you're going to go ahead and lash out and start looting places and what have you because there's riots going on. I don't I don't condone that. And so I, I want to make that clear right now that I don't support that. I don't care if it's black people, white people, um, yellow, brown, you name it. I don't I don't condone the looting and, and that criminal activity. So. But, 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 but just keep in mind, though, but keep in mind that. The calling of Black Lives Matter is just telling the world that, hey, why do you have something against black lives? Because clearly, when, like I said, when you consistently see in the news all this stuff going on towards black people, it feels like that the world is against black people. When you consistently see black folks in the news getting slaughtered. And it's never once a white person or anybody else for that matter. That's where that all comes from. Um, another one, last one, quote, it's really pathetic that in 2020, we all just can't come together as people, end quote. And I couldn't agree more. As I said, United States of America is where we live. At least, it, at least for the majority of people who are listening to this are from USA. And the key word there is united, as I said just a couple of minutes ago and on the last episode. And I would love for us to get over that hump and to have each other's back. But the fact of the matter is, is even in 2020, it's 21 now, the world is just so dark and cruel and perverted and it's everything that God did not mean for this place to be because it all starts with sin. And so because of that, to be honest, I believe in my heart of hearts, things are what they are. And there's a very small chance that things will not get to where they're supposed to be. And what I mean by that is this will always exist. Now, that doesn't mean that we can't do anything as people together to try to rectify that. Everybody can do their part. Everybody can push for a little change here and there, and it doesn't have to be anything significant. You can just put something out. Put something out there. Be kind to somebody that you normally might not. Tell somebody that um, that you that you, that you dig their sweater or you like their shoes or you think their hair is nice or whatever. Just I mean, just just random person, a random person who probably might not get be used to compliments. Just just do something a little different. But with that said, I'm going to stop right there again. I appreciate all the feedback, y'all. I really do. Um, hard to believe that. This podcast has been going on since last August now, so things are on looking on the up and up, and I appreciate all the love, y'all. And um, with that said, here, here we are at episode 19. Why it's so intoxicating is the title of this particular episode. 
why it's so intoxicating. Now, what could I possibly be talking about? There's a really good chance that if you're an adult, you already know exactly what I'm talking about. No, it's not alcohol. No, it's not uh, marijuana or cocaine or anything like that. No, I'm talking about sexual intercourse. And in, a, in essence, this is a bit of a loosely based off of it's meant for marriage episode. So it's kind of like a part two, if you will, just a bit loosely, not not officially, but just to kind of go into more detail. And I think about this particular thing that's so powerful. It's so very potent. Sexual intercourse, that is. And it can be something that can really, and not can, it has and does destroy lives when it's taken out of context. And more often it is. When you lay down with somebody, somebody else's wife or somebody else's husband, Lord forbid, you know, like there's been many a times as we've seen in the world that people are killed because they lay down with somebody's even soon to be ex-husband or soon to be ex-wife. And that soon to be spouse finds out about it or walks in on them. And the next thing you know, a couple of people are dead. Happens, happens often, happens often in the world. There's a reason that God made intercourse for a man and his wife and a wife and her husband. There's a reason for that because I can go ahead and share a little story speaking from my own personal experience. And this is something that I struggle with as a single man. There's an old saying. It's better to love and loss than not lo than not loved at all. I'm not so sure. I'm just speaking from my own experience because from ex-girlfriends and past relationships that I've been in, I can tell you from this day, even if they were five years ago, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, I still have fleeting thoughts of laying down with these particular girls and women who I was in relationships with. Probably ain't gave me a thought. In years, maybe they have, maybe they had it. But for me personally, and maybe it's just because um, I'm still a bachelor. Maybe that's because, so maybe this isn't out of the ordinary. Maybe there's somebody who knows exactly what I'm talking about, where you just have these thoughts of these people who came in and out of your life. And you wonder why things didn't stick. You wonder why it was that things never got to where you were hoping they would be. And for me, I think like, you know what? And I think back about this a lot because I look at past relationships that were literally just based off of sex and that's it. I think about that. Opposed to trying to do things God's way where he meant sex for marriage. 
I think back to where literally the center of our relationship was sex. And there was a lot of damage done because of that. Even if I was the person who ended things, I still have to deal with that mental mess, for lack of a better term, where I put myself under bondage, where I'm in bondage. And like I said, years later, and it's not, I mean, I could be dating somebody else and then maybe dated somebody a year after that and dated somebody else two years after that. But I'm still thinking about a particular relationship, not not just maybe one person, but maybe two or three other people. And it's just randomly. It's just random how it happens. I can't really break it down and explain it, but the point I'm trying to make is sex is so powerful that it can have your mind going back to somebody you laid down with five years ago, 10 years ago, 15 years ago. You haven't talked to this person in years, but your mind goes to that place consistently because it was so intoxicating with that particular person. You remember just going at it with that particular person like rabbits. It was, it was like a drug. It, it can be a drug where you're consistently, as my pop would say, jumping up and down on each other. And it can, it can do a lot of damage. I mean, mentally, it can have you, it can have you clinging unhealthily to a person who's really only going to be around for a cup of coffee for a season. And that's it. And I know better than anybody, but, and, I, and I'm sure that there's somebody who agrees with me as I sit here right now and try to explain it the best way that I can from my own personal experience. But this being a self-improvement podcast, we have to be able to learn from our mistakes and elevate from them. Because I can see as clear as day now, now that I've had my fair share of girls and women's and and relationships, that there's no doubt about it, that this thing is meant for marriage. Sexual intercourse is meant for a man and his wife. And I'll be the first to admit that I've never experienced that, but that's the goal. That's the goal to someday be there and experience it. And anybody else who happens to agree with me or can definitely feel from what I'm saying, where you just have like these flashbacks in your mind, maybe you're a single person or maybe you're in a relationship and you find yourself thinking about somebody from the past still. If that's happening to you where you're in a relationship, because that's even happened to me. Most recently, to be honest with you, where I'm actually seeing somebody, I'm dating, I'm in a relationship with somebody, but I'm still having these flashbacks of, 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 of somebody else. That's a red flag. That is a huge red flag. If you find yourself dating somebody, but you also are consistently still having thoughts of somebody else, you don't need to be in that relationship that you're currently in. If you think, if you find yourself thinking, unless it's a situation where somebody died, um, that's something you have to consider if that person maybe died and you're a widow or something like that, 
and you just kind of wanted to get back out there. But there's nothing wrong with keeping to yourself for a while until you feel you're ready. There's nothing wrong with that. But be that as it may, when it comes to this subject in particular, you really have to be careful. You have to be careful of not making, if, even if you're a person who doesn't believe in the Lord, you don't believe in God, you don't have a relationship with Christ, even if you're a person who's not that, even if you're a person who is, if you're an atheist or an agnostic, whatever you are, if that's the case, you still, I still implore you to be careful with who you're laying down with because it could be a person who has ulterior motives. It could be a person who has an ex-boyfriend or girlfriend just around the corner that's still on the hunt for them. They could be a person who has an estranged wife or husband that you don't know about yet. And maybe it's coming. Ultimately, take your time. Do not rush to lay down with somebody. Get to know somebody thoroughly before you lay down with them. And one other thing that I want to mention, because it's not every time, because I, this is another thing, as, as much as I was saying earlier, how intoxicating physical intimacy can be, that varies from person to person. Just because you are having a difficult time adjusting your thoughts from one particular person that you were with in the past, doesn't mean the same will happen with the next person. And, and we, we're all individuals. So we react and adapt differently from each other. But surely there is somebody who knows and caught on to something that I've said and something that I'm talking about. To where your mind goes to that place. To where you're like, ugh, man. It's like, I really wanted that to work. It felt like it was going to work because that because that connectivity was there. That connection was there. You, you know what I mean? Like you, you just felt like it, like you had it like it was there. And so it's just kind of like, man, like, why didn't that work? Sex is also important, right? So why didn't that work if we were if, if everything was clicking on all cylinders? You have to ask yourself. Could it be that you didn't do things the right way, God's way? But again, if you just so happen to be a person who's not a person of faith, be careful. Be careful with, with who and when you lay down with that person. Doesn't matter if they're a boyfriend or girlfriend, somebody you just met. In your mind, you're just thinking this is only going to be a flame. Be careful. Be very careful. So I just encourage everybody under the sound of my voice to heed these things. And I appreciate everybody listening uh, to this particular episode. And um, as usual, please 
keep sending your your comments questions to my email to my twitter um as as always babyface 1182 or excuse me that's actually babyface underscore 1182 is my instagram td babyface 82 is is my twitter handle T Davidson 1182 at yahoo.com is my email. And I know I pretty much at this point, I don't have to keep repeating that, but any new, new listeners that come on, that's the reason why I do keep repeating that. Cause I'm sure anybody that continues to listen to my episodes probably are wondering why I constantly say that, but that would be the reason why. Uh, outside of that, I, once again, I appreciate y'all very much. The next episode coming up for episode 20, Admitting Guilt. So that's something I'm looking forward to uh, next week. Take care. God bless. Thanks for listening.